Frank walked away. All right. Right when I record, he walks away. Like a real dick. Like a real dick Frank, and he can't hear me. Ah, dick. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop. Dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the. I guess it stopped. What? <laughs> Seeing if you heard an echo because it got louder, that's all. Much like the season, it was very disappointing because it just stopped. All right. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. This season in a goddamn nutshell. Welcome to LAW Twilight Zone Review, episode 140. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Clementine. Thanks. Squeeze, squeeze. It's our 2019 Twilight Zone season one recap. Some sort of variation of those words put together. Yep. Yep. We're just seeing the. I don't know. Real quick, I guess. I don't. We'll see how long it takes. I don't know. Breakdown season one of twenty nineteen. Season one. Yes. In one word or two. Oh man, that's a good question. Because there is kind of a two words. Okay, you go. Two words. Twitter fuck. Ah. Okay. What about you? Um. From your heart. <laughs> In two words, this season. Um, uh, surgery. No. Can I do it in three words? Yeah, you got two, man. I did it in two. Oh, fuck, I'm not as good as you. <laughs> you know, uh, do, do three. I'll cut one of them. Fuck <laughs> you. <Okay>. Um, <laughs> hmm. Hoping for better. Wishful thinking? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no that, that season two is wishful thinking. <clears throat> After season one and how it ended, I'm wishful thinking. Yeah. And by the way, I did listen to the godfather of of the TZ podcast, Mr. Tom Elliott, the, the Twilight Zone podcast. Everybody should be a fan. Good. Good. I'm glad you did. Because I have no, no. not yet. Yeah. I But I only listened to... Larry Man. Okay. And their season one wrap up, you know? Oh, they did a wrap up too? Yeah. And they did, they, like, he did, um, he had guests on, right? There's like two or three different guests that he had on. He didn't, you know, hey, invite me. Wait, weird. Because he didn't invite you either? Nope. Weird, huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Tom. Even though I did email him uh, because he got a lot of hate. Um, throughout the episode, throughout the, the 10 weeks, you got a lot of hate emails from people, you know, saying whatever, like just horrible shit to him. And I got to say, if you're one of those people, uh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself so in you the face, right in the face. To it. Yeah. You ain't got to listen to it. No one's forcing you to listen to it. 
What were they surprised if, by? What were they what were they uh, bitching about? I'm curious. I, he didn't get into specifics because he wouldn't. He just said that he's very disappointed in the way people reacted, and sometimes he's very he goes most of the time he's very good about ignoring the negativity, right? Yeah. And but he said sometimes it just gets too much for him, and he has to start responding and. Once you start responding, it's a downward spiral of you're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> if you, you know, you have to like completely ignore that shit. I do. Yeah. I, I, this is kind of why I'm glad that our show flies below the radar. Because we don't have to it, deal with that shit. Like we have our select list. I, I think because we don't get the hate that he does is because... I think they know that we will blast you the fuck out. And <laughs> we don't we don't try to our our show's like a gut reaction show. Like I felt this way when I watched it, this is probably why. That sort of thing. I feel like he's more like this is probably what they're doing like and kind of he is very he's devil's like, advocate a little bit. He will watch it 6 7 times. Yeah. He'll go through you know, he does his due diligence. He's a, you know, there's a reason why he is the best TZ podcast out there. And, second you know, place. well, second place to us. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, like, even the Twilight Pwn, they, they were talking about all the negativity shit. And they're kind of like us, but they're clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, may, and, and they also, you know, really do their due diligence and they do their homework. Hold on. Us, Real quick. Pause. Yeah. Can we do the rest of this episode clean? Just give no. it a try. Give it a try. I want to see if, how long we can go. I, I mean, I can. I've been doing ISCP clean yeah. for five years. I can go clean, too. I'm just curious so, well, if we can do it on this season, on this episode. This would be a good test. Okay, I'll fucking try. Okay, I mean, so fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, get out of the way. Oh, We're cunt, good. cunt. Okay, it's out of the way. I just want to say the word titty blast real quick. I don't know what it means, but I, I just had like a real... No, no mm. blast while you're fucking the titty. Okay, oh. that's what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that, so that's out of the way. That's out of my head. Two seconds at last. <laughs> I literally blasted on the titties. Now we're good. Now we're clean. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean Come starting right way. now. No. Clean mark. Right. Okay, we're good. All right. <clears throat> <sighs> so, I want to swear so bad. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, Phoenix. Um, yeah. You know so, what? How about I, I better stay silent the rest of the episode, Frank. Go ahead and take over. All right. So, uh, Jordan Peele, <laughs> um, I hope you do better next season uh, because okay. this season was not good. Um, I would say that your best episodes were at the beginning and towards the end. The middle was very message-heavy. Um, and I feel as though the last episode was kind of like you were doing the middle episodes like the, uh, last two reboots tried to do and you, um, and, and it's like you, you did it on purpose and you said as much in your last one and the last one minus me figuring out that it was Rod and getting mad about that. Phoenix Decent. brought up a lot of good points, and I have to say it was the best episode out of them all because of the points that Phoenix brought up. 
and with Rod bringing her into the Twilight Zone to teach her what it is about, how you're supposed to write it, yeah. you're totally missing the point. You're you're missing everything, and this is why. Let me teach you. So season two, you come back, and we get episodes that are Twilight Zone in the core of them. They figured out what the message is supposed to be, which is not supposed to be you know in your face. It's supposed to be in the in the background. And surrounded by a really cool sci-fi story. Yeah. And that's all you need is a cool, interesting story. You don't need to win a freaking, what is it, Oscar or Emmy? I don't Emmy. know what TV gets. Emmy. Emmy. You don't need to win an Emmy for every episode you write. <clears throat> you just need to be interesting. You need those flagship sh- episodes where you're like, this is our, we're putting our stake down here. This is the Twilight Zone. Because even the original Twilight Zone, most of the episodes, I'd say half the episodes are, eh. They missed the mark. I would yeah. say eh. I'm thinking 60% missed the mark or yeah. weren't really all that great. 40%, I, okay, 60% missed the mark. I would say 20% were pretty good and they hit the mark, but they still were, eh. And then the other 20% that was left were. Redefined television. They defined television for a long time. It's, Still, yeah, they're resonating today to the fact that we have a 2019 reboot 60 years exactly. later or 50 years later. That 20% of 100 and almost 60, 60 episodes is what did it. Yeah. The rest of it, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, look at the MLB. You know, you go to the Hall of Fame if you can hit, uh, you know, a single three out of ten times. Yeah. So it, you don't have to be perfect. You just got to be interesting. And that's kind of what I, yes, you made a lot of good points right there. Like right in a row right there, Frank. Uh, we're, we're not asking for perfection. I, no. I said that during my solo ones. I'm like, I'm not asking for much. And this is my, when I did my, my uh, Walking Dead review, I'm not asking for that much. Just make me give a shit about your show, about your characters. That's it. And when I said the new season of Walking I don't want to get too much in the Walking Dead. I'm just saying as an example, how they can fix their show next season. I'm not asking for much. Let me care about your characters. Let me be invested in the storyline. And that happens. I'm invested in the storyline when I care about the characters is the big is the first thing. I have to give a shit. After that, the storyline will depend on what story you write. You can you have a lot more leeway though if I care about your characters, you know what I mean? The problem yeah. with this first series or first season of 2019 is how many episodes did you go I don't know really care one way or the other. Like the point of origin episode with the the what was it immigration thing? I didn't give a shit about that lady. I didn't care what happened to her at all. Didn't care, yeah. not one bit. Nope. I find that the most mundane episode of this entire season. It really was, and I think, and it was the last one right before blur, um, the uh, the gun one. Yeah, um, and that one was really good. Yeah, they still yeah. they still missed the mark on it, but at least it was interesting because I cared about the character. Yeah. I did care about the character. Yeah, definitely. Spent time with him. And it wasn't the it wasn't the actress's fault. I like uh, Jennifer Goodwin. I like her just fine. She's a good actress. It's just I that the story had almost nothing to do with her. Yeah, but the main actor he he was great. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. I liked every yeah. actor in the show. Yeah. Except I don't know everybody. I can't think of anybody that like really bothered me. So I mean, how can you hate Glenn? Yeah. He his episode is. Up there, which is weird because I thought it like in retrospect, I'm like, oh, that's one of the better ones. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> which is sad. What was that? Was it called the Traveler? A Traveler? A Traveler, which is his fucking name. That bothered the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, among other things. But real hey, quick. Uh, uh, the S word. Oh, I forgot. I forgot we're doing that. You're right. Thank you. Keep me in check. Okay. That bothered that bothered the 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 toot out of me. Now, 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 I've gotten past the whole dirty thing by saying that bothered the s out of me. That's, I could, I actually forgot we're doing that, honestly. So you can say that. It, it, I feel like if I know we're doing that, it's fine. But I just completely forgot. So okay, back on track. Sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll pretend I'm on the radio. So. The uh, you brought up some points there about season one and how the confusion, the conflicting. How do I say this? The episode ten, where you were mentioning how it's kind of like leading in the season two. Rod literally takes her in the into the Twilight Zone, and kind of maybe that's what they were saying for their season two work, fit patchwork. And I must say at this point, seeing how season one went, I'd say patchwork. And it makes me think. Were they aware of how that episode played to their audience, their fans, or was it just something they thought was cool? It's that no, debate we had of, is this what they're doing? This is what I think. Peel, when I heard Peel was doing the two, tw- 2019 reboot, right? Yeah. I said, if there was a writer out today that could, I would pick Jordan Peel. Yeah. We. We both agreed on that. We said that ex- you said that exact phrase, and I still am behind it. I'm still backing him. Like, I, I, like, even though I was mad and I screamed "f you" peel at the end of it and everything, yeah, because I really didn't look as deep into it as as you had because I kind of figured it out. And by the way, I just want to say that Tom, Tom Elliott did figure it out right away, uh, but his co-host didn't. I just want to say that. So we were on the same page there. So I, I, I feel Tom's pain there. Didn't understand why he was scaring her. Didn't understand why he was throwing books at her, trying to hurt her or anything. But I think he was trying to, I think all that book stuff and everything, he was showing how this is dumb. You don't need all this. Look how stupid this is. Yeah, come you on know? in. Come on in. Like, free yeah, yourself. It's just like what I'm doing right now is what you've been doing, and see how stupid it is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. Because otherwise, it was like I mentioned, where he's like, "Read a book, you be." See, I learned. Read it, read it, and he's just throwing books at her head, and she's like, "Ah, stop!" And he's like, "Come on in." No, seriously, come on in. <laughs> I'm just no, messing with you. They they were literally making fun of what the sci-fi genre and the horror genre has become is jump scares that don't make any sense, and that's yeah. what they did. And and that part. It, it didn't. We mentioned it. It didn't bother me, but I was like, "Why?" Because when you see that reveal, you're like, "Okay." But I like that episode overall. I like that episode. I thought it was good. I I have my rankings here for the for the episodes. I put up my rankings. Okay, it, so it, um, what what are they? Okay. It's really sad that it. I it literally took me 15 seconds to order them. You know how you know we, we do our recap episode of each season as we finish it and we do our top five and bottom five. And I sit there and I struggle and I'm like, oh, top five. Like, how, which ones do I leave off is more the question, you know, especially season three. Good God. So many good episodes in that season. And so many bad ones, too. Yeah. Yeah. But the top five, the last five episodes, the last, what was it, it's five so out of the hard. six are so good. And then the rest of the episodes, I'm like, oh, I have to leave it off the list. Oh, no. But this, I was like, 
this one, this one, that one, that one, that one. Oh, fuck that, that one, that one. Oh, uh, uh, language. I know. Uh, <laughs> as I was saying it. And then that one. Okay, here we go. Okay. So, and I was like, oh, I'm done. And it was literally that quick. So I have my favorite. Ep- Should I go favorite to worst or worst to favorite? I would say worst to favorite. Okay. So I'll go backward here. I have it, I have it the other way. So least favorite is, oh man, it's going to be so hard not to swear during this. Uh, least favorite is obviously the no, 105, The Wonderkind. I hated that episode. I hated it. So, yeah, I I don't like politics. I don't like anything to do or with kids. politics, especially in this climate. Uh, climate yeah, in, in today's climate, I do not like politics whatsoever. I don't. I don't care. Um, I, I hate how it's totally divided this country. Um, keep. And, uh, I'm gonna grab a drink. Keep going. Okay. And uh, I, I'm. I, I'm gonna say I agree with you, Phoenix, uh, as he walks away. Um, <clears throat> I just want to say that you know the Wonderkin is. It, it would never happen. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, and, uh, yeah, I agreed. So, yeah, 105 would be my least favorite of, of the whole season. Oh, well. you agree? Yeah. Yes. I'm back. Um, so what's it, your number? Well, um, well, let's talk about the episode real quick. So this is what oh, we're yeah, doing. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, like, the episode made absolutely no sense. I, it was uh, just stupid. I got the what they were trying to say, how... Our current president is the equivalent of an 11 year old. And a petulant child. I got it. Which, if you read his Twitter, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't disagree, but. You know, it, you know, do you know what you just said? What? What, what oh, worked? Twitter. What worked? <laughs> exactly. That's why I call this season the Twitter Zone. Yeah. Well, I mean, this episode nailed it with that. Yeah. It's uh, I, I have to keep remembering. I'm like, because I keep forgetting we're doing clean, I have to keep like, st- <laughs> I'm going to put it on my notes so I can see it, because uh, I'm not used to this. Let's, let's do this. Clean. Okay. This I'm not, is fun. I'm not going to swear anymore. Okay. It's really hard on this episode. So, <laughs> the it's more hard in, in passing when I'm saying things between my points. That's when I get lost, but... Um, which is weird, because I, I have like my, my two zones, like one at work, like with... Because I work in like a real people I can't swear around, so I I'm really good at that. You know, you have that that differential. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll pretend like I'm at work. Okay. So serious. No more swearing as of right now. <laughs> uh, I failed twice. Okay. So uh, the Wonderkin. I I started watching the episode and I was really interested in the first ten minutes or so, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I like this actor. I like I like what's happening. Uh, and then suddenly they introduce this kid randomly on a television screen when he's at the bar. And I go, oh, that's a funny little YouTube video. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, this is the episode. When I realize that, I go off, like caring about the episode, just sw- like a light switch. And I go, okay, done with this episode, done. And I never came back to the episode after that. They lost me forever. And I, and I just got angrier and angrier as it went on. I I hate this episode. I want to kill it. I I don't ever want to see it again. 
And it was just such a pointless story that devolved into such petty nonsense. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of feedback, by the way, Frank. Such oh, such petty nonsense that it was a putt putt golf tournament or putt putt golfing that killed it. Like he was such an impetuous child that it. I made that hole in one. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I'm gonna kill you. And then like that's where that went. It was so it was so freaking pathetic. I stopped myself there. You hear that? Uh, it was so pathetic, and yeah. it was just like, and that's where it petered out on like. Eh. And it just like, eh, and then he wakes up and he's getting surgery by a child. And I go, oh. And then that was it. That was all they had. And I, I despised it. I, I want to I listen to my episode again and hear how like, angry I was. Because I haven't listened back yet. Unreal. Hated it. Hated this episode. Yeah, I mean, it, it made no sense whatsoever, dude. Bottom line, it made absolutely zero sense. I'm sorry. It just did. Yeah. Your mic's a little, a little soft now. Can you hear me now? I can, I can hear you. It's just really soft now. Is that like a main control lever? <laughs> like a everything or nothing? Is that what's going on over there? What's going on over there? Oh, God. <laughs> sorry about that. Scared the bejesus out of me, as they say in friendly, friendly radio. <laughs> sorry, I'm just... Trying to, um, you know, get my uh, levels right. Here. I mean, are, is there any feedback coming through you? No feedback. You're a little muted. I'd say is the word I'd use. <clears throat> it sounds okay, like you're kinda, sounds like you're doing this, like putting your hand between the microphone and kind of talking through it. You know, is that better? Yeah. And okay. I hear myself a little bit. Bop, bop, bop. Oh. This is so fascinating for the listeners. I know. I know. <laughs> How about if I do this? It should help. Maybe. How about that? You sound better, and I hear echo still. Damn it. Just a little bit. Just turn on a little bit. A little bit. We're good. Okay. Golden, leave it there. Let's talk oh. about... Leave it. Okay. Good, 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 good. It's acceptable. Okay. Let's, let's move on. Anything you want to say about 105 left? I, I just hated the episode. The ending was stupid. None of it was sci-fi. None of it was interesting. So it didn't work on any front. Are, are we still talking about Wonderkin? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's one of it's one of those episodes that I think at the end of the season you kind of get the you know you kind of get an explanation of why it was so terrible. Or, and that's what that's why one ten is so confusing because did we? Maybe we did. Hopefully, we won't know if we got an answer on why until next year, and that still doesn't excuse it. It's just them going, oh, we messed up. Let's fix it, if anything. Yeah, but it, it's not like they were making the episodes and pushing them out as they went all along. The entire season was written, shot, and done before they released. Exactly. So, that's what makes it more inexcusable. Or that's what makes it more intriguing. No, I, I don't agree with that. I, I really because if they would have done them one at a time and they had time to go, oh, this is what we're doing, that would be one thing. But when they're doing like ten episodes and they're going, all right, scripts are in, we're working on these. They work, they tinker them, but they, uh, and it makes you go, oh, so they, in production of episode ten, they're going, we're making these terrible episodes. Keep going. I go, that's it. That's more insulting, really. <laughs> I know. 
It really is. And that's, and that's why I agree with your ending there, like with your theory about how they're setting up season two. I, I want to agree with it more than I actually do agree with it, I think. I hope, hope you're right. It's the only thing that will save. Yes. Not- and we're just like holding on to it like a, like a glass, like a little delicate little, uh, like like they molded the Twilight Zone little statue and it's so delicate and we're sitting there holding it like, please, please be good, please during an earthquake, and we're like, oh, don't drop like, it. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, episode nine, you're like, okay, this is, this feels more Twilight Zone. It's still, it still feels like it's 2019, how they missed marks, and they don't finish up anything at all, but yeah. it still felt good Twilight Zone. And then episode 10, they brought it all kind of full circle, like, oh, you, so you, okay, I got it. Um, yeah. So season two, let's hope uh, that was the whole setup to begin with, and I'm okay with that. If so, so season two, if we get more of the same, then it's unexcusable because we now know they know they're what aware. they're doing wrong. Exactly. So it, everything yeah. hinges on season two right now, and that's almost. I feel like they set that up as a insurance policy. We have this episode, if people don't like it, we have this to say, hey, season two will be different, and then we'll gauge all reactions for season one. I feel like that's what they did more than, oh, we made some mistakes. I don't think it's owning up to anything. I think it's them as an insurance policy. I think it's something they had in their back pocket to go, just in case. I really feel like that's what they did. The only reason I think that, you know, um, that's not what, you know, the the only reason I... I really believe that season two is going to be different is because they, you know, CBS announced that they renewed the Twilight Zone 2019 version. They renewed their contract and greenlit season two before the season one was even over. Yes, but they saw the episodes. They were, they were finishing them up by then. Yeah, they saw them all by then. And then they, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they renewed it, so, you know, because if, you know, this entire uh, season was terrible, and, you know, it shouldn't have been greenlit unless they know that something better is coming down the road. I feel like that it's going off, uh, strictly going off brand recognition at that point. They would have renewed it no matter what, as long as, because this is like a, one of two shows on CBS All Access. Star Trek and, and Twilight Zone, both brand name recognition more than quality shows. Star Trek fans don't like Discovery. It's not good. It's, it's ter- it, uh, so, so, so I've heard. It is like a war. Like, if you're like, I'm a fan of the original Star Trek. I didn't even bother watching this because I saw it and it was all like, and I'm like, this is Star Wars. I don't want to watch Star Wars. I don't like Star Wars that much. I'm more of a Star Trek guy. I like the diplomacy and like, this is how we deal with this and like the intrigue. And this, and Star Wars is like, laser, laser, laser. And it was just fine. It's not, not, one's not better, but they're different. And this is like, Star Trek Discovery is just war. Star Trek was more like, science fiction and they it was more hard sci-fi they call it where everything's based in the physical universe there's no you know magic or there's no you know breaking the rules of of you know the universe it's it you know star trek you know follows the physical universe as it is and everything that goes on 
even though, okay, there are different alien species out there and everything and the Federation and all that and star, you know, and, and spaceships that can warp speed and all. But, you know, physically, you know, mathematically, it is possible. They had we, scientists on retainer to be like, like what they do with cop shows where they have a cops in there going, that's not how that would work. You need to rewrite that. They had exactly. scientists on set and like on the, in the writer's room after they wrote a script and go, this is how this would work. So write that in the dialogue. Kind of like they do in like medical shows where they go, okay, he would say this here, that sort of thing. So, and that's what they called hard, sci- hard sci-fi. Yeah. They- and the new discovery feels like they did a Wikipedia search. What is black hole? And they went, okay. <laughs> and they trusted some guy living in a shed in Wisconsin. They're like, yeah, that guy knows what black holes are. And that's as far as they went. <laughs> and they're like, oh, the black hole will feed into the war. They're, I'm like, oh, God. So I really don't think, no matter what the ratings were, no matter what the reaction was, no matter what, Twilight Zone was getting season two. You think so? Yes. Because hmm. of how they're pitching it, how hard they're pitching it for their CBS All Access. They have to have original content, and it's one of like, I don't even know any other shows on CBS All Access. It's just Star Trek and, and Twilight Zone. Both 60s TV shows, well, well technically Twilight Zone's 50s, but both known for 60s TV that... I would are, say Twilight Zone's 60s. Yeah, I'm just saying it was started in 59. It was 59 for like three months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm just doing that in case you get to actually it was like those guys. But yeah, yeah, as they're pushing up their glasses with the tape in the middle. Not that we get those fans because they know we know. And they don't bother, and we don't care. But plus, know that even if they tried, we would make them look very bad. Yeah. So, so I, I really we, sorry. Go ahead. No, we just don't care. Yeah. Like, I mean, if if you listen to five minutes of the show, you you there's no reason to come at us negatively because we beat the heck out of ourselves to begin with. Oh yeah. So, and, and I'm a year guy. That's why I stopped and did it, honestly, because I'm a year guy. I could tell you the years of most movies. It's like off the top of my head. <laughs> it's sad. So I know the years. That's why I backtracked. I was like, technically, I'm one of those guys. I don't, I don't call other people out on it, but I'm, I'm one of the, in my own head, you know? You, you and plus you, you also are a, uh, you're, you're what I like to call um, a, 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 um, a, a grammar Nazi. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. You know. I don't correct you though. You do what you got to do. Well, look, I like somebody like um, they're like on ISCP. We have a um, you know they're actually meteorologists. There's two meteorologists from Alabama, and what they do is they record an actual meteorologist's like recording of what the weather's going to be like at every you know race weekend, right? Okay. So at the end of every show, before there's a race weekend, you know, I have their, you know, uh, meteorology, me, you know, the, I have the, the reporting at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, where was I going with that? Grammar Nazi. That's oh, how it yeah, started. Right. So um, I was on Twitter and uh, they tweeted out something. Uh, saying, well, it could be worse. And they, it was W-O-R-S-E instead of W-O-R-S-T, right? Well, it should be S-E. Oh, so they wrote worst. It could be worst. 
it could be worse. Yeah, yeah, or like, or something like that. It, anyway, it should have been worst instead of worse. Yeah, but they screwed up. Yeah. So somebody corrected them. You know, don't you mean worst? You know. So, so I just, I, I, so I just tweeted. I'm like, really, you douche. You know what he meant. Yeah. This and that. I'm like, Twitter, will you please put in the edit button so we can edit the tweets after we post them so we can uh, stop hearing thank from you hundreds of thousands of english majors that are on twitter <laughs> i i uh i am an english fan i have that in my head where i go they use the wrong word but i never say anything because why what well, i you know what they got you know i know what they, what they were going for you, you text me all the time and i go i have no idea this man's telling me right now <laughs> and your tweets i'm like what is he trying to say here <laughs> but what I, it, I'm just yeah. making fun of you at that point. <laughs> but yeah, when yeah, it's a, most tweets are, 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 are you know, it, it's just spur of the moment while I'm driving kind of stuff. So exactly, so exactly, it's it's a it's Twitter. Who cares? What I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. We'll talk about Twitter here coming up with these future episodes that we're going to discuss next. Let's get, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> let's get back yes. on number nine. <laughs> number nine. Yeah, <laughs> thirty three minutes in, we talked about one episode. Okay, one oh. My next one, my next least favorite, 108 Point of Origin, which I said is the most bland episode, and I have almost nothing to say about it. So this would be a quick one. Okay, um, that one I don't have as number nine, but um, I have as number eight. Okay. So can I my number nine? Um, it's year number eight, I think. I'm going to guess it is. You let me know. Okay, you're... My number nine was not all men. Okay, that's my number number eight. The reason <laughs> I chose that as number nine is because of how bland it was. At least with 107, not all men, I felt something. It was anger, but at least I had an interesting... I liked the first... I liked the sci-fi plot going through. It just kept like waning down and down and down and down throughout. But I liked a lot of the episode. Like, as far as... Oh, this is cool! Like they're screaming in their faces in the in the in the city. It was like erupting in the violence. I'm like, this is cool. In in not all or sorry, in point of origin, there was nothing to enjoy, but it wasn't offensive like Wonderkind. So I was just like, eh. I felt almost nothing through that episode. I didn't care what happened to her. I didn't care at all. She could have died. She could have lived forever in a magical castle with a king. I didn't. I didn't care either way. <laughs> didn't matter. Fair enough. And they introduced a whole, like, we're... I didn't know why. My biggest gripe with that episode, if I remember, it was the the Mexican lady that worked for her, her maid, was like... Uh, our main character gets arrested, puts in the same uh, detainment center as her. And she goes, I didn't know you had a kid. And she goes, you never bothered. People like you don't follow up on people like us where I'm from. And I was like, oh, oh they're doing this message hard. But by the end, I go, you're from the same place. That makes no sense at this point. What you just and, said makes zero sense at this point. And Peel had an ice cream cone at the end. <laughs> yeah. So how did that not get nine or ten for you? The ice cream cone. You've been freaking out about the ice cream cone for weeks now. Because not all men triggered the heck out of me because I just didn't agree with the message at all. Okay. I didn't like the message. I didn't agree with the message. I hated that message. I don't yes. like it. I. It's not true. And, and let's break that down right now because we have nothing else to say about Point of Origin because honestly, I'm done with it. 
I'm, I don't want to talk about it either. It's basically the whole, you know, illegal immigrant thing smacking yeah. face. But it wasn't yeah. like you should feel that it, it had some, it just drifted away from its own message, which is why it was so bland. It was just like, yeah, it didn't follow through with its own political leaning. It just gave it up. But the what we talked about is I agree with most of the political messages in these episodes. I, I support the Black Lives Movement. I, I I personally don't like Donald Trump. I don't feel like we need to make fun of him in a fucking freaking TV show. Oh, man. Uh, I hate that episode so much. It's hard not to swear when I talk about Wonderkind. It really is. You don't like Donald Trump? I am so indifferent that I couldn't care less whether he's there or not. I get more mad about the show than I do about Donald Trump. So Elon Musk said it best. Uh, the president is nothing but the captain of a large ship with a very small rudder. Can't do much. Yeah. But so I agree with that. I agree with guns. Don't like like guns. I'm fine with guns. I, I support people having guns. You be responsible with them. Yeah. What else we got? Legal immigration. I support legal immigration. I don't want people sneaking in, but I also say don't like throw them out and like treat them like crap just because they're not here. Like, give them a chance to at least become legit. Yeah, and, and so I support every single message they say. I don't want to be preached to. Is my point. That's yeah. my biggest issue with this season. Thank you. It's I hard not to swear when I talk about Wonderkind. That's the only. That's my weakness right now. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't like being preached at. Because I respect other people's opinions. I don't like when they shove them down my throat. Yeah. Even if I agree, I don't want to shove down my throat. It's, Period. Yeah. I, I'm an atheist. You know how I feel about atheist people and how they like try to ban religion from stuff. Like other from school and government, but they try to ban it from other stuff. And I go, calm down. Like, no, let people have their freedom of choice of religion. That's, you, you know. Exactly. Like you, you want the respect from other people of your beliefs, right? Or yeah. the lack of there of, right? So you would be a hypocrite to try to force your non-beliefs on people who do believe. And that word right there is how I describe the far, far left. Hypocrites. It's oh, yeah. Everything oh. they do is hypocritical. God, y'all. It is. <laughs> I just want to throw it out there. The whole wall thing, Democrats, you kind of were pushing for that eight years ago. Just, you know, you lack of remembering history, morons. Just saying. Let's not do this. This is what they want from us, Frank. We're not doing this. We're not a political show. No, nope. Let's just say, I don't want, we're not a political show, Frank. And you know what? Twilight Zone isn't a political show. Twilight Zone was never a political show. It was a no. social commentary show. Thank you. It was holding a mirror up to you going, here's what you are. They're not going, vote Kennedy. They're not doing that. That's different. That's, that's horrible. When you're telling people how to feel, that is terrible. Exactly. You should go, this is really what's going on. That's what the original Twilight Zone was. And not every episode. Definitely not every episode. I'd say very few episodes. Yeah. People think that they did like, um, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah. You know, Rod did more for Black Lives Matter with the one episode he did in season one. Yeah. Uh, it was called um, uh, with the boxer. Yeah. What's the name of that? Uh, oh, God. Big Tall Wish. Big Tall Wish. Yeah. Oh, pull that out of nowhere. <laughs> Good job. Good job, buddy. I'm yeah. 
Um, but my point is, he did more for that movement by not smacking the face with the, the point of the movement. But the story, the episode, it was great. It broke down barriers that have never been broke down before. They but, showed a black man as a person. Yeah, imagine that, huh? And his relationship to a child who's not his own. Just a kid he knows. Yeah, and it and wasn't... Hey, we can barely get them to you know worry about the ones that they do. I can't tell That's... if you're saying that or if Rod's saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, it's just a joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, so, hey, I mean, Joyner Lucas said it, and, you know... Just saying. Oh, statistically, it's true. So, it's, and then we don't, yeah. people don't want to hear that, and that's what I have a problem with the far left. They don't want to hear nope. anything that doesn't agree with their political and their sensitivities, and it's it's statistically it's true. So it's not black people though, because I mean, you know, my, my mom and dad got divorced when I was three, so it ain't just black. Oh, my dad was there. He didn't want me around. So I yeah. feel you. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, moving on. Okay, We're only so, at one hundred eight. We're fucking around. Uh, okay, so, so we got. I had to swear. Hours. I had to swear right there just to move on. <laughs> okay, so 10, 9, and 8, we've already got. So me and you are 9 and 8, are flip-flop. That's okay. Number 7, go. 107 for me. Number se- number 8 is 107. Not all men. No, no, we, we got that. We, right. we didn't talk about it, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, no, well, I mean, I said why I hated it. Okay, so I, let me, real quick. I, oh, I, I talked about it, I guess, technically. We talked about it out of order then. I, I liked the sci-fi part of it. I really liked the acting in that. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was like, oh, what's going on? And then I realized, I kept going, maybe they'll do something more than just all men. Oh, no, they're just doing all men. Get it? The title's ironic. Yeah, and then at the end, you think our main character is the exception. But no, he's thrown right into the, you know, he's just as much of a piece of shit as the rest of us. Ah. Oh, piece of S. See, it's so hard. On this show, when you and I talk, it is going to be so hard. If I were like talking to like an NPR person, I would have zero problems. But our show is filthy. Can we do? Can we? Are we still sticking to this because we have failed so many times? No, no, it's fun. Okay, so So, to the end, I need an air horn. We're trying. Do you want me to get the air horn sound? I can get horn sound. No, oh, do it. Okay, let me set that up. Okay, uh, I'll talk about not all men while you're doing that. So, uh, don't play it till we swear. because I want to be surprised and caught off guard. Because <laughs> I'm definitely going to break it first. <laughs> um, not all men. I like the sci-fi part. I didn't. I didn't care about the space rock. But the space rock was interesting in the opening scene when she was on that date and the guy goes crazy. I thought that part was interesting. And I get that was when the social commentary as the sci-fi plot was working. That opening date where it was like, oh, the the rock is making him act like a you know quote unquote typical male on a date, just demanding sex. And I was like, I get it. Little hitting you on the head, but not quite crushing your head in with a rock like Lord of the Fro- Lord of the Flies yet. <laughs> but it, so I was like, okay, this guy's going crazy, and I love the acting in that scene because the guy's like, he just starts to go crazier and crazier through, and then she leaves, and then she watches him throw his record player against the wall, like smashing his Lionel Richie vinyl. <laughs> I was like, thank God, I don't like mm-hmm. Lionel Richie. But he goes crazy, and I'm like, oh yes, this is interesting. Okay, oh, it's just gonna be all men. That's it. Because uh, Ike Barinholtz comes home, he's, he's, he's uh, the main character's uh, brother-in-law, 
And he's just like, I'm going to smash that guy in a motorcycle. I'm going to go kill him. What's wrong? Here's your birthday cake. And I'm like, okay, what is going on? <laughs> what just happened here? <laughs> like, I love Ike, Bar- Ike Barinholtz. That guy stole the episode for me. When he starts telling her to take the birthday cake and, and blow, take, do your wish. And he goes crazy on her. I was laughing so hard. He's from Mad TV. And he's, here he is yelling at a woman to blow at her birthday candle. And <laughs> he sounds intimidating. And I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I, I was so upset that Bill Paxton wasn't around because he would be perfect for that role. <laughs> right? Bill Paxton. I love Ike, Ike Barinholtz, by the way. But Bill Paxton, I will take over any, anyone. Yes. Anyone. Yeah, I, he was I, one of I, the I, few celebrity deaths I was like really bummed by. Yeah. Like I was very, really, I mean, the worst security, I mean, obviously the, the most devastating celebrity death to me was Chester, uh, yeah. you know, Chester. So, but, uh, when, when I heard that Bill Paxton passed, oh, I was just, I was pretty bummed because I love a lot of what he did. I celebrate his entire catalog. Yeah. That guy is, it can make anything great. He's in terrible movies that I'll watch over and over. Like Trespass. Dude, uh, um, you know, Twister is great. Twister, yeah. Really, but still, I, I, like, I like him in it. Twister's like, it's interesting, because I, I like him in the movie. I, I don't like, what's her name, at all. Ellen Hunt. Ellen Hunt, I don't care. That <laughs> movie also has my other guy that I want to mention, is Philip Seymour Hoffman. That was another one I was bummed out by. Extreme! <laughs> Extreme! Yeah, I was really bummed that he, dude, he, him and, um, what's her face? Um... She's really hot. She was in My Cousin Vinny. Um, Marissa Tomei? My, yeah, her. Him and Marissa Tomei have the, probably the, the one of the most. Oh, um, yeah. You keep mentioning this awkward sex scene. Yeah, the most authentic awkward sex scene that is very, <clears throat> exactly how you and I screw. <laughs> together? If we you and I were to get together? or <laughs> No, just in general, like. If, if 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 there was a videotape of me and my wife going at it, it would be that. <laughs> Get that security cam footage of your life right there. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> well, you keep forgetting the name of the movie, so I won't ask you. But it, the name of the movie is so insane that I've 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 known it a hundred times, and I've I, told I, you like four times, and you don't remember it, so I just gave up. <laughs> you remember it? No, I don't remember it either because I never saw the movie, so. You, uh, do we really need to watch it? It's really good. Ethan Ethan uh, Ethan Hawke is in it, and Marissa Tomei and Phil Seymour Phil Seymour Hoffman's in it. Yeah, it's a really great movie. So just, what we're saying is we want to replace. Three, just uh, type those three actor and actresses in. You'll find the movie. Yeah, just okay. go look at Marissa Tomei. She has the the least expensive IMDb catalog of the three of them. You'll yeah, figure it she's out. So hot. Yeah. Remember that like full body From thing the wrestler? that she had out. Out in the middle of the woods, she's going back and forth. And my and my clock is going like this, and I don't know when I'm gonna get married. <laughs> she won an Oscar. She did for that. She deserved it. She was great in it. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's not oh, all men. God. <laughs> we need to fast forward here. About We're 47 minutes in. We've done the- we've done three episodes. <laughs> okay, okay, speed round. One oh, my next least favorite. One oh three replay. Which I agree the, with you. We That's, did we did with Brainy Beaver, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, we did. And that was the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, no, 
Yes, yes, we did. Brainy Beaver was on with us. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real we're, quick. We're, for some reason, they went through a basement and ended up at the university, and the the white cop didn't kill him this time because of the Why? self thing. Because it was literally, film the police, black people. This is our protection. Band together. No violence. It's not your protection because there's plenty of video out there, and they're still doing it. I saw a video today of a guy getting pulled over and then being like harassed by someone, and his brother gets arrested next to him. He's like, "What's going? I have no idea what's happening." And it's just like keeps going. So, but as far as like everybody filming, I get the idea, and I don't disagree with it. It can help, but I didn't want to watch that. Like I said in that episode that we recorded, I would like a Black Lives Matter movement episode. Just more subtle and more. If they didn't have that stupid over overexposing ending, I would have been a lot better off with that episode. But the ending was like so like they might as well like I said it might as well be a, a black guy with a black backdrop going, hey, hey black people, this is what you should do. It might as well be like a director camera testimonial saying this is what we should do. It might, it was one step short of that. I mean, the most unbelievable part of that entire episode was, you know, her son going to college. You doing another one of those uh, raising the kids thing? Okay. Yep. <laughs> it was a joke. Calm I, down, people. <laughs> it was a joke. I like the acting. I like the mother-son relationship. I just, it just, I like the fact, the fact that, I mean, uh, I mentioned it and Brainy Beaver agreed with me, that the cop seemed like he was almost aware. And I like that corner. So I like the ambiguity of that. I don't think he was aware, but I like the fact that we don't really know at the beginning, like halfway through, we're like, does he know? I think he was, he did, he was, he wasn't, okay. I think he was like every. The, the the every the stereotype of every white cop, yeah, uh, uh, in the world, or in the country at least. I don't I don't think he was literally the same. He had to be the same white cop in every single scene, even though he the actor was. But I think it would have been a little too. Uh, wait, I think they thought that was too on the nose if they just had it be a white cop every time, a different actor. They no, wanted no, you to be I, thinking about who. I think the only I think they really did it on purpose, where they used the same white no, cop. No, definitely. No way he could have known that. You see, what I'm saying like, uh, but he could have been any white cop, um, you know, in America, and that's because he was so stereotypically white and a cop. Yeah. He, he was had, overweight. He was bald. He was an asshole. Oh, he was an a hole. <laughs> oh wait, wait! Oh, hold on, I'll I'll do myself. Hold on, let me, let me get this. Frank Sears did himself. Yep. On play. Okay, okay, there we go. So yeah, I know what you're saying. You're saying like, okay, it's kind of like what you were mentioning about the 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 mother and son could have been anyone. Like every time they replay, could have been just a different. It took me a long time to realize what you meant by that. Because we got so bogged down between the three of us that I, I agree. So they're kind of like, it didn't matter that they were black. It could have really been anyone plugged into each replay. And they were so yes. like, this is just the, the mother-son. And that's more what's important. And I, I wish they would have focused more on that than just them being black. And this is what black people go through. And I get that, and I agree with that. And I wish they would have 
worked it more into the sci-fi because remember how quickly they gave up on the camera time rewind subplot or it became a subplot, which is why I just used that word, which is sad. It was the plot until it became the subplot. Yeah, and they didn't explain it at all. And the girl dropped it and they go, Oh no, my camera. She's like, It's fine, mom. Oh, okay. Oh, you better go outside and get shot by the police again. I was like, Oh fuck. Oh <sighs> no, did you... I did not. I purposely okay. stopped myself. Yes, you did. Okay. So I was, what what the F? Yeah. I, I decided to do a little more dramatic flair and say, Fah. I, <laughs> I I just I just don't I, I I don't want to say much more. I, I agree with the Black Lives Matter movement. I just want that subtle. Yeah. <sighs> I, I also I am I also want this world to finally stop putting people into boxes and categories. And t- I'm tired yeah. of the categorization, even though I understand the climate of the world right now, and that's where we're at. But I really. Because, like, I'm really into space travel. I'm really into Elon Musk, SpaceX, and what they're trying to do. I'm really into NASA and what they're trying to do with the SLS and the moon base and going to Mars and everything. And I don't understand how we can even attempt to go to Mars and start a colony when we can't even coexist here without without putting people into boxes. You know? So. Which uh, is the point of the next episode. Yes, it is. Oh, Wow, you put that there? Yep. Okay, all right. Well, let's move on. This is a perfect chance. Next episode, 106. Six Degrees of Freedom. Okay, so this is your number six? Yes. Okay, number six, 106. Okay. Six Degrees of Freedom with, uh, with the whole, you know, North Korea nuking everyone. Yeah. And, and then the they're on a spaceship. Filter thing. Yep. Which I just want to say, I was wrong about the whole filter and the Fermi paradox thing. They Whoa. Whoa. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about it, so I, I'm, I'm going to let you take over. I have no idea. All right. Basically, here's the thing. The, no fil- the, the, the great filter theory is the reason why we don't find any intelligent... Um, uh, civilizations out there in the cosmos is because um, in, intelligent species um, wind up wiping themselves out once they, well, before they get so technologically advanced to where they can actually traverse the galaxy. Yeah, basically they're going to self-implode before they have the ability to go find other planets. Exactly. Yeah. It's, um, I just, the episode, I liked, this is where I start to like, kind of like the episodes. Like there's some parts of it, like 103, I kind of like a little, little bit about it. Uh, or the uh, replay episode. And this one, it, it didn't bother me. It just was like, eh, it was okay. Yeah. I liked it. I, I mean, it's it, it. This isn't my number six. So, um, yeah, you yeah. like space, like this. I like space yeah. too, but I just I, I the story went nowhere I for me. Slot streams of SpaceX shooting Falcon nines off. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. So you're a little bit of different uh, temperament for <laughs> space travel stuff than I am. 
I mean, I literally go outside and spot Jupiter. Right now is... Uh, it, I saw your Facebook post being like, can I borrow a telescope from anyone? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Telescope. <laughs> I wanted to see Jupiter. <laughs> I mean, I uh, see Jupiter. It's right there. It's the brightest star in the sky. It's a, <laughs> a, a little bit left to the moon right now. So you can see it great. But I don't have a... Oh, and Saturn is right to the left of that. It's a little red uh, speck. It, it, it's not as bright as Jupiter right now, but you can all, you can see the rings. But right now, if you go out with a really good telescope, you can see Jupiter and you can see its moons tra- yeah. uh, transiting it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, apparently, so I've heard. I don't have a telescope to personally see it because I am too damn cheap to buy one. Yeah. The- By the way, uh, Oh, did I square? Oh, uh, 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 uh. uh, what'd I say? The D word. Oh. I said hell. That's acceptable. It is. You said the D word, which I'm not sure. You could say on the radio, but for this purpose, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Space travel. Yes, uh, real quick. I just thought the ending was stupid. They brought aliens in, and they're doing like a simulation on people, which I didn't pick up till you told me. I was like, okay, they're doing that, whatever. <laughs> I was... And that, that's called the simulation theory. Yeah, and then that feeds them my next episode, my next least favorite. Wait a minute, don't, don't I have to say my number six? Because we... I didn't agree with you. Okay, if you want. I'm just saying, don't. I didn't don't know you actually did a list. I thought you were just messing with me. Okay. I do have a list. Okay. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my, my number six was not Six Degrees of Freedom. My number six was uh, um, Replay. Okay. What was, so what was your... Were your last two the same as mine or what? What, the, my favorites? Yeah, what, your, your last two, like bottom of the list, the same as mine? Because we didn't do those. What, 10, 9, 8, 7? You mean? Last two? So 9 and 10? Oh, no, no, no remember... Number 10, we both agreed. Okay. Okay, your number 9 was my number 8, and your number 8 was my number 9. Okay, okay. This okay, is getting confusing. Number seven. I didn't realize until right now that you actually made a list. I did. Yeah. I thought, you said that earlier, and I thought you were doing your thing that you did before, where you're like, kind of creating it on the fly. Okay, now that you have a list, we'll go off each. Um, it, yeah, so, yeah, my number... Uh, so and we both agree on numbers. Our our number seven is the same. Okay. So your number six was, you know, six degrees of freedom or whatever it's called. Uh, my number six is replay. Okay. Yeah. So my number one, two, three, four, five. So this is the top half of the season. We're officially in the top half of the season. Uh, my number five is one hundred nine, the blue scorpion. Really? Yeah. yeah. We're not in agreement with that. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's no, like totally we, cool. we ain't gotta be. We, no, no. But this is the top five, so. Yeah. So if we did our top five, it'd be starting now. It's hard with only ten episodes. <laughs> so I'd say my, my number five is Blue Scorpion. I like the episode. I got a, really annoyed with all the Jeffs. Hey, Jeff. I'm like, why do you have to include that? It made no I, sense. It didn't you. matter. What? It's like, yo, Jeff. Uh, I, I think I texted you uh, calling you Jeff for about two days. Yeah, you did a lot of Jeffs there. It was yeah. overwhelming. I liked the storyline. It just wasn't interesting enough for me. It was like it was it was interesting, 
I liked it. Been ended things really, but it's a, it's okay. Yeah, it was it was fine. I like the acting a lot. He's great in it. What's his name? The Irish guy whose name I can never remember. It was good. Yeah, I don't remember his name either, but it doesn't matter. I don't need to know his name. I just need to, you know, his name was Jeff. Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, that's it. There you go. He's great in it. I like the, they made the gun like threatening, which is, and they didn't go so far with their political messages, which I thought they were going to. When I, when we reviewed this episode or started to mention, I go, oh, it's about a gun. I go, oh no, (laughs) like I see what this is and they didn't go that far. Thank God. You reviewed this episode without me, yeah, and I was in tears listening to you review this because, good God, where did you go into roll, man? And did I talk and, about the gun sneaking into the house and raping someone in their sleep? I feel like I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. There were so many times where, like, I had to stop. Like, there's three different times I had to stop and collect myself. I wanted to be very descriptive about it because that's what I expected in this episode. Is like the gun creeps across the bed. Oh, it goes over your arm. So you slip it on your side. You see the shadow creep across the wall. <laughs> like, and it just violently rapes your wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> Me and Muffin were talking about it because he was listening to it too. And he's like, this is hysterical. I'm like, this is. This is exactly what made me say I need to get a hold of this man and do the show with him because he, he is totally insane and hysterical at the same time. Uh, it's, because it, it's exactly how you did the first season when you first started this, and that's when I first found you, was through the Twilight Zone review that you were doing. And when I first heard it, you, that's exactly the type of style you do it in. I'm like, this is hysterical. <laughs> and it's just the way you flow. I don't know. It's just great. I, that episode. I think I had more fun doing the episode for a podcast I than I did watching it. <laughs> if there's like, if, if there's like the best episode that, that you know LIW the Twilight Review has done for you know these last ten, it was that one with you doing it yourself. And I'm sorry to say I wasn't a part of that. And that kind of sucks. But you know um, that's why we're doing the recap though. But yeah, but I mean, it was so funny, man. Like you killed that episode. Like really, like bravo to you. I just want to give you a, a, a standing ovation on that, buddy. Good, good job, Phoenix. You, you, you killed it. I have zero memory other than that. So other than, okay. I remember bitching about the Jeffs and the Jeffersons. Did I mention the Jeffersons? <laughs> I feel like I did. I'm trying to think of where my mind would have because I, like I told you Frank you know I'm, I'm genuine I have zero idea what I say when I just go it's going to be different every time but there's some like touchstones I would have every time I did it yeah um, I, I remember saying the word Jeff a lot and his Jeff his Jeffanisms and <laughs> so stupid I, uh, I forget what you said about the Jeff there was oh. something about a Jeff that you said he, he Jeffed all over or something <laughs> I have no idea. I kind of want to go back and listen now, just so I have a memory of my own life. Dude, you got to listen to uh, anybody. You got to listen to, you know, the, the the Blue Scorpion review that Phoenix did because it was hysterical. Me, me and Greg were in tears talking about it. It's funny because Greg <laughs> never mentioned a word to me. I want, I'd like to hear what he says about these new episodes. <clears throat> we should have him on. Yeah, that's what my good night tonight. I just didn't think about it. Hey, Melvin, um, whenever you get a chance when you're not in the paper box that, that, that you claim you're in, 
Um, we need you on here. We need to. We need. We need to hear from you. Did he? Did he watch all the episodes? Do you know? I don't. I don't think so. He just heard our muffins. Watch the episodes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I will send you links to find them, and and do all that. We'll we'll go through that. Let me know. I, we want you on because I want to hear what he wants. I want to see what someone has to say about these because I'm curious. Uh, it was that's why it was so interesting having Scott on, because uh, we talked about for replay and nightmare at thirty thousand feet. So we got high end, low end <laughs> to hear his his waning. Honestly, a newcomer's waning excitement to talk about an episode. You heard that in him going like, "Oh, I love this!" And then the next episode, oh yeah, it was it was Black Lives Matter. Yep. <clears throat> And so, silent, uh, like. <laughs> well, what else are we supposed to say? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. What else do you? Have, what else do you have to say about Blue Scorpion? Anything? Uh, I have a lot to say. Well, I mean, I have a, a good amount to say about it, but it, it wasn't my number five. It was like my number three. Okay. So, what else do you have to say about it though? Because we're on it right now. Um, I mean, I just, I, I, like I said, I love the acting. Behind it, I like the story because it did feel Twilight Zone-ish yeah. final to me. It was the episode I was waiting to, to to see. I didn't really care much about the open-endedness. I liked the Jeff stuff because it made no sense, but it made me laugh, you know? Yeah. And um, I kind of, like, it was just weird and acted well, and there was no message smack me in the face finally. You know, the end, you know, <laughs> there's Kyle on the bullet and then the kid had it. So I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. But they didn't go there. They didn't say anything about it. But, it, you know, but that's good. It's fine. They left it open-ended. You can make your own decisions. And that's yeah. what I... I just thought that they gave up. They had it wrap up a little too conveniently where he has the gun in the dashboard and some guy named Jeff tries to carjack him and... and the guy's the guy's a a serial uh, burglar. He sneaks in the houses and he steals stuff. That's what he's known for. They said that. Out of nowhere, he's like, "Hey, guy in the car outside the outside the house, I'm going to break into. I want your car." And he tries to break in, and the gun just goes and shoots him. Jeff had nothing. Our main character Jeff had nothing to do with that. And I'm like, what was the point of this? The point is that you know, guns do have a good purpose. Yes, but Jeff didn't shoot him. The gun shot him. So it guns kill. Yeah, but guns protect the innocent just as much as they harm the innocent. Yeah, they're a little more vague, which is why I didn't I wasn't bothered by it. That's why I was like, "Oh, they're not going hardcore left Twitter feed." Okay. Yeah. You we can have a discussion about it and pretty much Take what you want from it and yeah. how you feel about it. And this is how they should do it. Exactly. That's why I liked it so much. Yeah. That's why I was my number three. I, I the reason I chose what was your number five on your list? I don't remember. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I gave my number five. I don't think. Oh you no, did. no, my number did five you? was um, the uh, six degrees of freedom. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to my number four, and we'll discuss your number four. Uh, my number four is 104, uh, a traveler. Okay. I um, like this one just because it's it's not great. 
it feels more like a Twilight Zone episode than the last one, than, than Blue Scorpion, just because it's like alien comes to town. How do these people deal with it? And that's a typical Twilight Zone episode. It is the problem is it peters out toward the end, which is a problem with a lot of these episodes. But yeah. I, I like the setup. I like the. Cons- Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Go ahead. It's okay. Go ahead. I was real quick. I was going to say I like the, I like the ones you know me. I love Thirty Days of Night, and it felt like that. That is a movie I will unabashedly say I fuck freak in love. Hit me the air horn. Hit me with the yeah. air horn. Yeah. You you deserve the air horn. <sighs> I went too far with it. <laughs> I tried so hard to stop myself right there. I love that movie because I love um, I love the isolation. I love the we have to be silent. I love the we don't know where they are. We don't know what they're doing. We have to like shh, shh, quiet, quiet. Same thing. I like zombie movies work. Like we have to be quiet. We don't know what's out there. That sort of, that tension. I love the tension of it. There's vampires outside. We have no idea where they are. What they're capable of. Let's be quiet here. Let's try to find a way to survive. I love that sort of stuff. This mm-hmm. felt like that, only kind of backward, because the alien is walking among them. And you know the whole time. And you know the whole time, but they don't know. So they're discovering it, and they're going, and they're kind of like going, it's like a weird conspiracy, like, because he starts to make everybody like talk in, in, in honest truth, which is weird, and then it quickly abandons that. And I go, oh, interesting. And it kept me guessing. Until it became very, very clear and obvious what was happening. And then it was like, alien invasion. I go, oh, you lost me. We're at the very end. <laughs> that's, that, yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's true. And But this did make my number four along with you. Yeah, yeah it's a good episode. It's it's. I love oh, Glenn's in it. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. I like him. He's a good actor. He looks, I was like, hey, Glenn, with yeah. the top hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't care for when he took off the hat and it's like, bloop, 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 bloop. his little head things are moving around in the, in the shadow. And I go, why? Are you just mess with these people? It was an homage back to, uh, yeah. you know, uh, the, the Bill Mooney thing. Yeah. I just like the scenes where they had him in the basement and then uh, Greg Kinnear is just like kind of watching him. And he's like, okay, what's really, when they, when they have to ask the question, what's really going on here is when I'm invested. That's a, that's the peak of any sci-fi plot for me. That question, what's really going on? Like, cause you have that question. That means two things are happening right there. There is a plot that I'm invested in to care enough about what happens. And also they had me following one thread while also going, is this really what, like, you're kind of thinking like, yep. no, there's something else like you're, cause you're thinking about like trying to think ahead of the writers. Mm hmm. That is a great spot to be in as a sci-fi fan, if that yeah. makes sense. That, that's why the movie The Thing is, oh, yeah. is one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever made. Because yeah. you're that right to the very freaking end. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's really, like, who's real? That's Even more like a. Trials are at the end and they're sharing, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're, you're like, what's really going on here? <laughs> and then the credits roll, and the, and you were like that the entire movie was great. You know what the movie The Mist? Do you ever watch that? No. Frank Darabont movie. Not a great, great movie, but there's some of that movie you're like, what's really going? And then the ending, you're like, oh god, <laughs> like that, no, <laughs> dude. That's why I am so pro. Watch the dark or the 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 show Dark. Yeah. Uh, season two is about to start on Netflix. I saw that. 
June 21st. Season one, the entire season is what's really going on. Like, it's so good. Oh, my goodness. It's See, good. that sounds cool. fascinating, but the, the show, the M. Night Shyamalan show, which was based on a book series called... Uh, Thunder. Oh, God, what was the name of that show? It had, like, Matt Dillon and... Oh, God, why can't I think of the name of it? I'll look it up in the meantime. But the point is, had a crazy good sci-fi plot to it. Devil? And the, what's that? Devil? Uh, what are you, I don't know what you're saying. No, Devil. Like, like I'm, a, I'm trying to think of the movie. Shyamalan movie you're talking about. Not a movie, TV show. Oh, I didn't know he did a TV show. He did the first episode. He's a producer on a TV show. It's called... I'm finding it right now for you. Uh, but the point is, he did this TV show. It's called Wayward Pines. It's the first season. I was so, so invested. And I'm like, it's like this weird, if the, the, the opening se- sequence there with the titles is like a little model, like in someone's house, like showing like, you know, even those little models, not a dollhouse, but like not far off. Like, what's that? Like the beginning of Game of Thrones? Well, kind of, but it's literally, literally a model. Like the the Shining fake pine trees, the fake like little houses. Someone's made it in there on a table, that sort right. of thing. And it's show, right. it's going around that like it's real, right? And it kind of plays into the episode. And it's like people are like they're in this like weird futuristic society. They have a wall built around them. They don't know why. There's like a weird government thing that's telling, like, keeping secrets from them. And you're kind of figure out why this is really going on. And the mm-hmm. whole. Half of the first season, I'm like, oh my god, this show's amazing! Like, really, like, suspense is killing me. On episode yep. six, they go, This is what's happening, and you go, Oh, okay, like a village. yeah. Well, he's you know, I'm night, but it's kind of like him going, like, batting you with a stick, going, You don't care, and you're like, Ah, go away, and you're like, Oh, I, I was so like, I love the first five episodes, I was like, My heart was racing, I'm like, What is going on? Like, I'm trying to figure it out, you know, that that peak moment for episodes in a row is intense. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then it's like, here's what's going on. And you're like, that was way too quick. I don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, what? It's like a loss, opposite of lost. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's over. Okay, well, there you go. That's funny. I didn't care anymore. I, I hated the show after that. <laughs> so, But anyway, that's what I felt like in this, in this episode. I'm like, what's going on? Like, what's really going on with, with Glenn's character in the cell? And then it just goes, eh, kind of peters out. Yeah, it's like, well, they, you really never really find out, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. Aliens <laughs> invade, kind of. Start to yeah, invade. That's why I made my number four, because I was like, yeah, it's, at least it's Twilight Zone-ish. It was a, I would and say not, more than ish. It is a Twilight Zone. Yeah, and they didn't beat me in the head with a, with a message, which <laughs> I liked. I, I strangely think it's the most Twilight Zone plot of the entire series of this entire, even though there's a remake. Uh, yeah, okay, I, you know I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Like yes. really, go front to back. Alien, you know, kind is he? What he's controlling minds. He's you know, telling people to do. It's very Twilight Zone ish. Yeah, I can get behind that. But then it peters behind. out. The story doesn't matter after a certain point. They go out to like a they start invent like putting Russians in there, and I'm like, oh, okay, you're losing me. I would say the first sixty percent of that episode was very Twilight Zone-ish, and then it just was like, yeah, we dropped off. And it was good because I'm like, what's going to happen in the cell? And then it was like, oh, I don't care. That's that's what's going to happen. I don't care. (laughs) It just lost me. (laughs) So I wish they would have. I wish they'd almost redo the ending of this episode because I like it a lot more. 
But Wouldn't it be funny if season two was exactly? <laughs> oh my god! But they just redid each episode, but the way it should have been. They removed, yeah, they removed all the stupid beat points. What's what's, yep. what's debluify? Good job, Phoenix. Way to catch yourself there, buddy. What? You know they 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 got rid of all the B moments. I said B points. Oh sorry. no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't about to swear. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I'm okay. I'm glad you're you're keeping tabs on me though. <laughs> Trust me, I'm I'm on top of it. Yeah. I keep looking at the word clean. I have it in like 175 <laughs> font right now on my clean out pad. But no, I I keep feeling like I'm in ISCP mode, so I'm cool. Yeah, it's hard. All right, so um so so number three then. Um number three about the traveler. Okay, so number th- so so we agree on our number four. Yeah. Our number five wasn't the same as number four. Okay. Your so, number three, you already said, is going to be uh, Blue Blue Scorpion. Yes. Yeah. My number three is the last episode, Blurry Man. Really? Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, the Twilight Zone episode, they, it's the most Twilight Zone episode with having their new story, with a brand new story. Because the last one I mentioned, Traveler, is very Twilight Zone, feels like old Twilight Zone. This one is feels like the... Th- Spirit of Old Twilight Zone with having nothing to do with the Twilight Zone theme of an episode, if that makes sense. It was very, like, no Twilight Zone has ever broken the fourth wall like they did in this one. However, I, like, at, like at first I was mad, but after... I disagree with you. What? One Twilight Zone episode broke the fourth wall. Which one? Well, technically it broke not the fourth wall because they didn't talk to the audience and now they're just Jordan Peele. So it's not almost not the fourth wall. It gets meta. It, it broke the fourth wall for me because Rod Serling never <clears throat> once ever became part of the episode. Disagree. Ever. Okay. One time. It it's the, what's the episode title? Oh God. Where I mention it all the time where he's, it's the story of the writer who creates his own, he talks into the tape recorder, creates his own women. Rod Serling, he says Rod Serling's name, and Rod Serling goes, "What are you doing?" No, and he disappears. That he is, he's, he's involved in the storyline. Is that's no? You know what? That is okay. Fine. It happened. You it can't, did. It happened. It's on the episode. You're right. That is that's a stretch to the utmost stretchiness of stretch without snapping. But you got it. Fine. You say stretch. I say hundred percent. That was in the episode. It wasn't an after-the-episode thing. It wasn't a blooper. It was the episode. Is it just Rod's voice, or did Rod... No, Rod's on camera, and he goes... He looks at the camera and vanishes, remember? He puts him in the fire. He he writes Rod Sterling in the episode, on the the envelope, puts it in the fire, and Rod disappears. Concede. I concede to you, sir. You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. Do not fuck with me for... No. Oh! Ah! Darn it! (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. It's so hard for us. No, I don't want it too. I only did it once. No, that was a twice one because that was a big f bomb. That was a big f bomb. Okay. <laughs> you deserved that twice. Over there. I'll give you the second air horn because I pointed at the camera and said it. <laughs> I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So yes, he has done it before. So. When, you, when we were talking about in the last on that episode, the actual Blurry Man, I was like, this feels like... And I was trying to remember what it was. And it just came to me right now. What is the name of that episode? I like that episode. Um, yeah, I think it was the end of season one, I believe. No, it was season two. 
Are you sure? We did it together, right? No, it was the end of season one. It was like like the last episode of season one. I'll look it up, but the point is, he has he has broken the fourth wall before. Okay, um, fair enough. And, and you know what? You remember it, and I, yeah, but I believe it was uh, season one, episode 36. The last one? Or, yeah, literally the last one. It, it is. Wow. I almost said holy yes. Because we did not <laughs> redux this one. Yeah. Not yet. Okay. But that, we will. That yes, explains it. Okay, because I keep mentioning this episode, and you're almost kind of like, what? You know the episode, but... You keep telling me we did together. I'm like, no, we didn't. It's, you argue with me, but it, I'm like, I'm telling you we didn't because I remember hearing you say, do this episode by yourself. <laughs> well, part of it is because it seems more like season two. It, it does. does. It, yeah, it, you're right. Season one is like a more serious tone, except for the one before that, Mighty Casey. Which... <laughs> well, that was Rod's comedy episode, and we all yeah. know how good he is a comedy. But World of His Own is genuinely one of my favorite episodes of season one. It's it's a fun episode. It's not. It doesn't take itself seriously at all. It's a mess around episode. And that, that's fine. It's fine. Again, we're not looking for perfection. Give me a quality episode. I like the story of that episode. It's interesting to me. And it's more like Rod. It's like Rod's fantasy playing out loud. You're watching it. And that's why he wrote himself into that episode. Fair enough. And that's why, you know. And and you know what? Jordan Peele did the same thing. And you know what? I just realized, Frank, you just had me. Oh, my God. You just blew my mind. Thank you. What did I do? Because... What, what did we just say, Frank? What episode is this? A World of His Own. Yeah. The last episode of... Season one. And where does Rod, show, Rod Serling show up in this new season? In the world of his own. He shows what? up in the last episode of season one of the new 2019 and breaks and the fourth wall. It's called Blurry Man. So now we got... Rod breaking the fourth wall, last episode of season one, 1959. Rod certainly oh, breaking the fourth wall, 19, 2019. See, that's what I'm saying. It's now we got more proof. Season two is going to be great. Oh, Dude, my God. <laughs> when your shadow play is coming season two. What's happening? Oh, my goodness. We are, we are, we're tearing it apart. We are, you know, I am so much, I'm so excited for season two now. <laughs> season two is the best. I mentioned season three earlier. Obviously, I meant season two. Season two is the best. So. I was wondering why you said season two. No, I, I just misspoke. That was just I a. I argue with you about this, but you're wrong. <laughs> said the, I said the wrong number. That was all. Okay, fine. Uh, but yes, yeah, season, oh my God. What, what Frank, what? what do we do? What do we do, Frank? Do we freak out? Do we freak out now? <laughs> Nobody swore. <laughs> We're. Screwing up for season one and two. <laughs> and now you're just using it willy-nilly. <laughs> you said willy. <laughs> I know Nilly. He hates that word. <laughs> Mr. Nilly hates Willie. Mr. William Nilly. He hates that. <laughs> Should we move on? Let's finish up. We're at hour 22. Good God. Um, yeah. Wait, I agreed with you, by the way. My number three is Blurry Man. So I agreed with you. You said your number three is Blue Scorpion. No, no, no. We were on number... F- I'm sorry. I said... Num- no, my number four was Blue Scorpion. You said your number four is my number four. You're, you, you don't have them written down, do you? No. I'm starting to realize that. You said, and I remember, <laughs> your number three of, I- Your number three is Blue Scorpion. Your number four is a traveler. That's right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I, 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 I screwed up on the number that we're on. Where do you have Blurry Man, then? 
Glory Man is number three. Okay, so we're good there. Okay, so my number two. Drum roll. <clears throat> number two is obviously going to be the comedian. Yeah, me too. I mean, it becomes very apparent of this. And it makes me wonder, because the first two episodes are the best. That's why they're one and two for me. <laughs> number two, comedian number one, Nightmare at 30,000 Feet. Obviously, that one is number one. You can't debate yeah. that. But the you point is... And amazingly enough, it's the only one that he actually, you know, took from the original. Amazingly enough, that's number one. Go figure. And I wasn't, honestly, wasn't comparing it to that at all. I watched it as his own storyline. Because it really yeah. isn't that similar to the original series. It's not. It's not even the, it's not even the same amount of feet. No. It, we're talking about 10,000 more feet, people. How much more exciting can you get? We're talking about... There's no monster on the plane. There's no him freaking out, getting put in a fucking... Uh, hit me. Uh, hit uh, me. Hit me. Sure, I got you. In a freaking uh, vest. What's it called? That's psychotic vest. What? Straight jacket. Thank you. He's not. I, I got so concerned about swearing that I can't remember the word anymore. So <laughs> once I stop, I'm done. <laughs> um, he doesn't get in that. He doesn't sweat a bunch. He doesn't do any of that. He's not like freaking out. It's more like it, it's almost like a conspiracy movie almost where he's kind of like whispering to people. And it's a very different tone. And it works. So we're talking about a different episode. Let's talk about one and two together, I guess. Um, well, I mean, yeah. Num- n- number two, comedian. Yeah, talk about first. number one, thirty nightmare. We'll talk about right. both. It doesn't matter. So yeah. our, our number one, number two are the same. Yeah, uh, but I like I like how much different it is. And I wasn't honestly wasn't at some point I stopped thinking about the original episode and I go, what's going on here in the plane? And that is the best sign is when I'm thinking what's actually happened in the storyline. Not how is this comparing to the original episode? I, I wasn't even doing that math anymore at some point. Right, right. You're just in it for the ride, and, yeah. and and you were enjoying what you were watching. You were in for the ride. You didn't know what was going to happen next, and you were waiting, and it was satisfying. It was. It had yeah. a brutal ending, and it was stupid, and I still <laughs> loved it. It was a stupid ending. We all agree on that. <laughs> Which is fine. You can have stupid endings. But, yeah. You know, I still enjoyed. I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah. It was fine. I, I loved it. Let's talk about two number two though, because <laughs> we're probably going to order the comedian. Uh, I have I don't we talked about it at length, so let's not go too far into detail here. Just a good episode, interesting. I predict the ending way too quickly. It's very hard to be funny as an actor when it's written down for you. And I think he I I, I felt his anxiety. Yeah, he's a good actor. Uh he's a really good comedian, one of my favorites. And uh, I felt bad for you in the moment because you're like, oh, now I, when I explained it, you're like, oh, that's what they're doing. Like, you thought he was actually telling funny jokes. I'm like, no, it didn't matter what he said. He could have said anything. People are laughing. That's the point. He's literally n- listing names and they're laughing. Well, he was listing names that he didn't like because he knew that if whoever he talked about, something bad was going to happen to them. So, yeah. But it, he was basically getting revenge on people that he knew. Uh, just by saying their name in front of uh, people. Yeah. It was a good yeah. episode. It kept me interested the entire way through, even though I knew what the ending was going to be. And I still was on board. 
And I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God, they're killing it this season. Like, already. Like, yes. It's not. They started off strong and just. Strong. Went. No, it yeah. went. Whoop, whoop. Up here. Whoop. And then. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, God. We're going down. And right before they hit the. Tuck ocean. your knees. <laughs> yeah. Avoided <laughs> hitting the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and the the, yeah. bu- the belly of the planes just like got some scrape marks from rocks. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. like oh, we had some hole damage there, but we're luckily we're good. We're kind of oh god, we're going some some trees though. Maybe next season we'll find out. We'll find out if our passengers live. <laughs> yeah. The thirty th- it literally went from thirty thousand feet down to ze- almost zero. So, <laughs> oh man, I'm proud of that sense right there. <laughs> so. It really is a very symbolic of the season itself. Um, well, the comedian, I really enjoyed it. I love Camille Nanjiani. I love him. Um, I I just was invested in the story. I was investing in him as a person in the story. I cared about his girlfriend. I cared about that plot line. I cared about his nephew. And I was like, what's going to happen? And I, I was invested the entire way through. And that's the biggest compliment I can give it. All the way through, even though I knew pretty much new at the point i was like this is how it's gonna end maybe i'm wrong but i'm fairly certain i'm along for the ride that is the best compliment i can give it yeah really it is it's the best compliment you can give any of the twilight zones even even rods yeah it it feels it felt like the twilight zone but now which is why i mentioned this is episode one this is how they should start it this feels like the twilight zone but 2019 right and it's not political and it doesn't try to be, and it just tells you a story. And I was like, I'm along for the ride. There was no message. It's nothing. The it wasn't obvious. It was. It was just a really cool episode. It wasn't obvious. I predicted it, but it wasn't obvious. Still, I wasn't hit over the head with this is how it's going to end. And I was like, this is probably how it's going to end. This is me. Most people yeah, kind of live this almost. But <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this is probably how it's going to go. Like he's going to. Not about to wish his girlfriend away, realize he has to sacrifice himself and do it. That's what I predicted. It happened. And I was like, I like that. I don't care that I knew. I believed it in the moment. Human element in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Human element. That is gone from a lot of the episodes. Human element has been removed. Yeah. And the human element needs to be in the Twilight Zone because that's what the Twilight Zone is all about is the human element. And that's kind of where the it, it differentiates the episodes that are good. So, comedian and nightmare are I really care about the human in that storyline. Adam yeah. Scott, Camille Nanjiani. I love those guys. They kill these episodes. They are they crushing them. And I care about them as human characters. The episodes yeah. following, it starts, they care less about the human in the storyline and more about the it's humanity weird. as a whole, which is a terrible way to tell a story. Yes. This is how we should be. You can do that, but you have to tell that through your human character. Exactly. They have to say, they have to come to that realization. Not, here you go, audience. But if the character comes to that realization during your storyline, which is why Blue Scorpion worked. Exactly. Blue Scorpion guy point. catches on and realizes, oh, this is how we should, like, that sort of thing. The character yeah. has to carry the, the, the weight of that political message. Not your political message carrying the, the baggage of your story, which is bullshit stuff. And, caught myself, and caught like myself saying, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you caught yourself there. Good. Um, yes. So, uh, and Blurry Man, another human element. You were 
invested in what her story was going to be. So so there you go. You know what I mean? So that's why they're in our top five. Yeah. Blur Man kind of abandons a little bit more of the character because we don't really know who she is. We just start watching her in the story, which I'm fine with. It worked for that storyline. I mean, we know who she is pretty quickly, and that's fine. You know, because Rod was very good in... Letting us know who the who the who the characters are, what they are, who they are, what they're about, yeah, and then get into it before he even does an intro. Yeah, personally, I prefer the way they set up the comedian. Like, if I were to if I were to write an episode, it would be like the comedian, where you see him outside of the sci-fi world first. Mm-hmm. They can do that in forty-five minutes to fifty minutes to an hour, wherever they're doing. Obviously, Rod couldn't do that. He couldn't do that in the in the half hour one. So I'm not saying Rod did it wrong. I'm just saying I prefer in the 50 minute and an hour long episodes seeing them outside of the sci-fi plot, seeing the transition in the sci-fi plot, how they deal with it, and then you start getting into like the resolution, the complications, and all that sort of stuff. That's how the yeah. story structure that's why is on 50 minutes should work. Yeah, yeah, very basic, and that's why I like Blurry Man because it just kind of starts like. Yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. in that step two that I just gave, when you're kind of yeah. like, "Whoa, what's wait, what? <laughs> wait, what's going on?" They have now? a teaser wait, there. Wait. The beginning part, of that first step that I said outside the, outside of the sci-fi plot, is like the is a twist within itself. Yeah, it's not real, and that's why it was, it was fascinated from the beginning. I'm like, "What? What?" <laughs> and I was invested, and it worked. I just like at the end, I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, yeah, the end upset me, but after. Like I said, after doing the, the the review with you, I I changed my mind on it all. Yeah. Because good episode. E- even though the ending, I still didn't like it. But you know what I found out uh, through uh, listening, and I'll, I'll credit you know the great Tom Elliott for this. You know the voice of 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 Rod. Yeah. He was the guy who did the voice for Rod at the Tower Tower. Oh really? Same guy. So that's cool that Jordan Peele went that far to find. You know who Disney found acceptable to do Rod's voice in a Twilight Zone yeah. theme, you know, ride and all. So that's cool. I think he did a good job. Like I mentioned, certain syllables that Rod said, but his inflection during the sentence was off. Yeah, yeah. But then again, like, and there were some things that he didn't say right that Rod said. But I mean, you know, I mean, you, it's hard to find somebody with that much screwed up teeth to talk. He wasn't yeah. like so bad. I was like, oh, I was just like, oh, close, which is great. Honestly, great. If you're doing an impression, when I know the guy didn't do the dialogue, I know he's dead. So I'm not <laughs> like, is that him? Like that sort of thing. <laughs> so it didn't bother me that bad. The cart, the CGI bothered me. because it, it didn't look that good. It, it, just, looked it looked like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> I keep calling him the cartoon creator. <laughs> That's what he looked like to me. That's all I can think about. But- it, it's it's fine though. I mean, he's dead and all that, and yeah, fine. I mean, yeah. it, it is what it is. And uh, but I've, I'm growing more and more accept accepting of it as time I, goes on. Yeah, it's been two it, weeks now. Because if they're going to do it, how else could they possibly do it? Yeah, the initial shock has worn off. At which point, I'm kind of in reflective mode, like a like a, a grieving process. <laughs> like a loved one died. I'm like, okay. Now I can move on. What does that really mean at this point? And I'm kind of like, I still don't like it, but I have to deal with it. I'm in the acceptance part. Yeah. yeah we're not in denial stage anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, I think 
and denial's gone. Acceptance is here. <laughs> yeah, acceptance. We're we're not going to go through those stages. I think we're good. It's just now we're just curious on season how how the next stage of our life is going to go with season two. Now we're kind of like, what's in the future? Because we have to move on at some point. We're the survivors. We have to keep going. Yeah. So like so. Did they say, is season two going to basically come out the same time next year, season one? I, guess, I haven't or? heard a word about it yet. No, They haven't released seen. anything yet. Neither have I. So uh, I'll keep my eye out. I'm still going to write my episode. I keep forgetting. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about the last episode, though, R- real quick. Nightmare at 30,000 feet. We already talked about it, but just like anything else you want to say about it? Uh, no, I mean, there's nothing else I can add to it that we've already talked about. I would yeah. just say, if you can do twists on your original on the original episodes like this, where you keep it different enough, but also, I keep wanting to say it's thematically the same, but it's not. It's more tonally the same. Yeah, it doesn't have the same yeah. themes at all. Really, it's not a guy going crazy. He doesn't go crazy in this episode. He's he's right. He's like almost right in this episode. It but was it, cool how it was like this old piece of technology. He's listening to, and as he's listening to it, that's what's happening. And it was nobody's taking him seriously because they're not hearing what he's hearing. Yeah. And, and so you, that was kind of cool seeing him kind of almost freaking out because he knows what's going to happen. But you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and how people, I mean, I think people reacted to him the way anybody would. Yeah. Um, and that's so, why I say tonally it's the same because you're kind of going, it, it has that same tone of like in his head wait it's real it's in his head no it's real you're kind of going okay but thematically it, it didn't follow the same theme of like ment- like mental instability like cause he re- they really hit on the head it, especially during the movie version of this he's crazy like John Lithgow gets pulled out in a straight jacket screaming about this guy and you're like oh god he's gone mental and this is like has the same tone where it's like is it in his head? Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But it doesn't follow the same theme of mental instability. And told Jordan hops on the horn there at the end and goes, he he didn't follow he didn't follow himself. I was like, oh god, <laughs> didn't yeah, invest. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he missed the mark on that one. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge a, an episode fully whether I like it or not. Judged on an no. Because Rod, Rod's outros, intros, some of them were just like, "Oh, come on, man!" That's Did the best he got. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah, great episode. Really, no complaints. The ending was kind of stupid. That everyone lived. That was merely my only complaint. Everyone <laughs> lived. I'm death in this one, and no one died. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So overall, we're done talking about the episodes. We're done talking about season one. We'll look forward to season two. I'm excited. I hope they do better. And I think I think they will. I think they will too. And I I hope I'm being reasonable, not just optimistic. I think it's a little bit of both. It is. It is definitely. As I'm saying, hoping I'm being reasonable about <laughs> the way that they wrote that last episode. Hoping they're they're thinking this is what we're doing. I kind of really think they're just like, in case people don't like it, we have this, and then we decide what we're going to do. But maybe Pretty that's what decides as well. If the last episode wasn't the last episode, then I would have just checked. I would be checked out and not cared about season. Exactly, three. and I feel like that's that's why I'm saying I think they did that just for people like us. In case people, our hardcore fans, don't like it, we have this as a backup. If they like it, 
we don't do anything. And we say, that was just an homage for you guys. If they don't like it, we say, that was our jumping off platform for the new, the new I season. I wonder if they had another episode in the tank ready to go if that was the case. I don't know. I can't imagine they did, honestly. I liked the last episode overall, so we'll wait for season two, which is coming out next year. So, well, you know, Twilight Zone 2020, um, we're waiting. And uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I didn't feel that way halfway through, but now I do. So I guess we'll see what happens. It was bookended by quality. Mm -hmm. And it was two two good bookends, two high-quality bookends that someone handcrafted. And then like turd books in the middle, and they're like just <laughs> like gonna, just know. like a uh, Fifty Shades of Grey books in the middle of these great bookends. I, I was wondering what kind of turd it was going to be. Cat turd maybe, or <laughs> <laughs> maybe some mouse turds. Had to be know. a turd. Yeah, there are a lot of turds in there. A lot of turds in 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 between really good pieces of meat. Yeah, some of those turds were like, oh, is that a turd? Oh, it's a turd. Okay, uh, but <laughs> a lot of them are like, oh, that's a that's a turd. That is a stinky, stinky turd. Yeah, it's hard not to swear. Um, (laughs) Plugs. You want to do your plugs real quick, and then we'll get out of here because we're at hour forty. Good God! Right on. So, hey, uh, RedDragonsRadio.com. Check it out over there. We're there. I'm there. You're there. You should be there. And uh, yeah, there you go. That's all I have to say. My bladder is about to blow. Uh, The same. I've had five of these during this show. Uh, Oh, I've had five beers during this show. Um, uh, yes, uh, my bladder's, bladder's about to blow. That's why it's hard not to swear because I'm kind of drunk too. Um, so, you, you know, comparatively, I think you did good for clean. I think this still lands in the clean zone. This does. This does. I tried, but it's hard not to, especially when I'm drinking. It's hard to th- equ- you know, equate drinking to, especially when I'm on stage because I'm not like, oh, go up and be Brian Regan and not swear or Jim Gaffigan and not swear. Congrats to them, but they do not drink when they perform. But uh, Ryan Regan sure does. I don't know what you're talking does he? about. I never do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Let's not talk about it because I have to pee. Um, uh, LAWstudios.com. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, thoughts on season one. Greg, get a hold of us. Uh, LoriTingerWonderland at gmail.com. Greg, get a hold of us on Twitter. You know better. Um, uh, uh, that's it. What the fuck? Uh, you know, do it. I, I, I failed. I went, far, I went too far into the word. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix Airhorn West. And I am Frank Clean Links. Shit, fuck, cunt. <laughs>